The Old Testament lesson for this morning comes from the book of 2 Kings, beginning at the first, the fifth chapter at the first verse. It is written, Naaman was general of the army under the king of Aram. He was important to his master, who held him in the highest esteem, because it was by him that God had given victory to Aram. A truly great man, but afflicted with a grievous skin disease. It so happened that Aram, on one of its raiding expeditions against Israel, captured a young girl who became a maid to Naaman's wife. And one day she said to her mistress, Oh, if only my master could meet the prophet of Samaria, he would be healed of his skin disease. Well, Naaman went straight to his master and reported what the girl from Israel had said. Well, then go, said the king of Aram, and I'll send a letter of introduction to the king of Israel. So he went off, taking with him about 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothes. Naaman delivered the letter to the king of Israel, and the letter read, When you get this letter, you'll know that I've personally sent my servant Naaman to you. Heal him of his skin disease. Well, when the king of Israel read the letter, he was terribly upset, ripping his robe to pieces. He said, Am I a god with the power to bring death or life that I get orders to heal this man from his disease? What's going on here? That king's trying to pick a fight. That's what. Well, Elisha, the man of God, heard what had happened, that the king of Israel was so distressed that he ripped his robe to shreds. And he sent word to the king, why are you so upset, ripping your robe like this? Send him to me, so he'll learn that there's a prophet in Israel. So Naaman, with his horses and chariots, arrived in style and stopped at Elisha's door. Elisha sent out a servant to meet him with this message. Go to the river Jordan and immerse yourself seven times. Your skin will be healed and you'll be as good as new. And Naaman lost his temper. He turned on his heel, saying, I thought he'd personally come out and meet me. Call on the name of God, wave his hand over the diseased spot, and get rid of the disease. The Damascus rivers, Abana and Parfar, are cleaner by far than any of the rivers in Israel. Why not bathe in them? At least I'd get clean, and he stomped off, mad as a hornet. But his servants caught up with him and said, Father, if the prophet had asked you to do something hard and heroic, wouldn't you have done it? So why not this simple wash and be clean? So he did it. He went down and immersed himself in the Jordan seven times, following the orders of the holy man, and his skin was healed. It was like the skin of a little baby. He was as good as new. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Pray with me, please. Oh God, early in the morning we cry to you. Help us to worship and to concentrate our thoughts on you. We cannot do this alone. In us there is darkness, but with you there is light. We are lonely, but you do not leave us. We're feeble in heart, but with you there is help. We are restless, but with you there is peace. Lord, whatever this week may bring, your name be praised. O 
Open our ears, our hearts, our minds to your word for us this day. Amen. There was a very poor neighborhood where a doctor named Dr. Ray worked. And part of his practice was the treatment of the neediest of the needy. He did this even though they, more often than not, were unable to pay him. And to make himself more accessible to these indigent people, Dr. Ray set up his office where it could be reached by a private staircase without fear of disclosure. And he did this to spare his patients the ordeal of checking in and being noted as charity cases. And for directions to this upstairs haven, there was just a simple plaque bearing only these three words, or these words, Dr. Ray is up there. But those few words spoke volumes about this doctor's willingness to serve. When this noble and generous healer at last passed away, his patients wanted to memorialize him with a bronze plaque on his tomb, but of course, their money wouldn't go that far. So in a moment of inspiration, above the grave, they placed the sign that had hung outside the door of his office. Dr. Ray is up there. Dr. Ray is up there. A name and a great man had leprosy. It's a disease that left most people outside the bounds of human relationship and community. But Naaman, a man of pronounced wealth and excessive power, had access to kings. He could buy anything that he wanted, except that he couldn't buy healing. Instead, a few unnamed people extended to him at no cost the gift of healing. Individuals of little value held the item Naaman most valued, but could not buy. They held healing, you see, in their outsider bodies, female bodies, foreign bodies, enslaved and marginalized bodies. You know, folks, many of us are not comfortable receiving that which we have not earned or paid for. The great man had leprosy, and sickness really dumped him in the trash bin of other, where his power and his wealth could not make him well. And in this outsider place, he suffers with the marginalized. Perhaps in this place, Naaman touched the fear of refugees wondering about their safety, their next meal, their futures. Because sickness takes the great warrior where his wealth and power cannot. And there it is that he discovers what he needs most, community. Sometimes healing comes when we admit that we are not warriors, but vulnerable human beings in need of help that we cannot earn or even pay for. Life is largely about figuring out what we need and what we hold. And then the rest of life is about figuring out giving and receiving. You see, the great warrior could not heal himself. The great king could not heal the great warrior. A little slave girl was the first voice of healing here. 
She held the knowledge of a prophet who was able to cure. Elisha, a foreigner and a person of a different faith, held the knowledge of what action to take. A group of servants held the words that convinced Naaman to receive what the prophet held. What healing do we miss, folks, because we cannot receive? We must stay open to healing that comes as a surprise. Wash seven times in the Jordan River. Speak with this person about a job. Let me shelter you. God made us for each other. And healing will happen in communities of surprising folks when we are ready to receive. You see, it takes a whole hodgepodge of God's people stitched together to help fashion Naaman's healing. And this stitched together fabric of existence that sees difference as an opportunity to give and receive is fairly effortless for our younger folks because they piece together the patchwork of their lives into a beautiful fabric that includes ever more of God's people. And we cannot get to the healed and whole places that God has prepared for us if we're traveling only with those who look and think and worship and dress and live and vote and love like us. Naaman's healing comes together at the point where the fullness of human existence comes together. He experiences a wider community. We are a nation of immigrants. I love this rhythm and flavor of America because at our best, we remember that all God's people are holy. We remember that welcoming the stranger is central and sacred to the story of our nation and our faith. I agree with President Obama's assessment that failure to take action on immigration takes us further from the country that we aspire to be. It also takes us further from the people of God we aspire to be, those who share the healing that they hold. As we celebrate our freedom this weekend, please do not miss the border-crossing, multicultural effort required to bring the great warrior to wholeness. Be aware of the shifts in power from the mighty to the marginalized as masters take orders from slaves. Note also the collective wisdom of community members working together in spite of difference. And be inspired to give what you hold to help create a healed world that works for everyone. I am convinced that our healing is located beyond borders and we cannot heal if we cannot cross over. So remember to listen to and to use your inside. Amen.